Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 2nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. Just was finishing sending a text. I caught you flat, flat-footed there. I can Ca- tell. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. We sit here and just kind of BS with each other for a little bit. Then you hit record and then we BS some more. And then all of a sudden I just start saying the greetings part and I catch you off guard sometimes and we're going. And here we are. Not a lot of planning or you know, the official sort of thought goes into this, you know, production. But here we are. It's the second of the month as you listen to this. Maybe the first if we release it late Thursday night. Uh, we're going into a holiday weekend. Um, should we do? Are, are you doing well? Everything okay? Out LDW. There in- I think this is maybe my favorite uh, holiday weekend. It's, it's up there. I'm already putting I'm putting the big screen up in the backyard for Notre Dame Ohio State Saturday night, getting some people over. You're it's going to be a great the, the the Irish. I'm rooting for a good game, entertainment. I don't have a <laughs> dog in that fight. I, I don't future Big Ten rivalry. Uh, do we want to do? I don't think Notre Dame has to do that. I think they're going to get their own massive, massive deal. I don't think they're going to the Big Ten. I don't think Who they knows? should. Could so they should go um, to the Big Ten. I hey, I need some advice. I'm crowdsourcing this real quick. People can message us. I'm going to an '80s pickleball party in a few weeks, and wow. I need to figure out what to get because this is what you know white people who are aging do that add a little flavor to their mundane lives. They made a theme, so I don't know. I can't find anything that's really good '80s. If somebody has something up there. Like I feel that. like you need to just, I, I mean, did pickleball even exist in the 80s is one No, I mean, it doesn't I have. have to be pickleball related. I think It'd you got to like go tennis 80s. then. Go like 80s yeah. tennis. Go like a Fila just, thing or something. Yeah, exactly. problem is like I started head, looking. Head it's band. so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Headbands. <laughs> you gotta have to go short shorts, you know? I might. I might. So I'm prepping that. I've, I've had to prep that. Very, very important stuff. Um. All right. Anything else on your mind here as we start with the small chat, which we you know, was unplanned. Um, yeah, I, I guess like, you know, one thing on my mind, I love how Liv's putting out this like recent form graphics and it's like the three events that the guys have played in. It's like recent form. Those events are over, over four June months. June 4th. <laughs> like what, what's recent about, what's recent about Brendan Grace's first, place finish at your first event and what was it may was it in may the first event was like june 5th i want to say june 5th first week of june yeah so we're four months removed three months removed three about three yeah that's not recent form they had recent form is like your last month so none of these guys are in form i just want to put it out there none of them (laughs) <laughs> Except for like Cameron Smith and Neiman who played the FedEx Cup. The only yeah. only graphics you can make are the, those guys' performance in the FedEx Cup. 
they had a quiz on their Instagram account that said who leads the and it was like who won in London? It was basically like <laughs> who shot a 64 on Sunday in New Jersey? And then they get to the last one. It's like, who leads the Live Golf Power Rankings? It's like, what are those? Where are those? Who has the Live Golf Power Rankings committed to memory? And apparently, I'm sure, it's I'm sure some uh, some Instagram account, some hopeless Instagram account, will uh, hopeless. Will, will, will take over that that uh, that duty for them. Start to do their weekly uh, power rankings. Lives back this weekend. Should we start? Should we start with a little unsubstantiated rumor Friday? Completely unsubstantiated rumor Friday. Substantiated <laughs> enough. Somebody in the know, but uh, people in the know, who knows? But you know, this is the beauty of podcasts. We could sort of haphazardly throw things out there. And this you is know, not us not, reporting it. No, it's unsubstantiated no, rumor. No rumor mill. The rumor if mill. The Associated Press or someone else wants to cite official sources. They can do that. But I, people have fun with these unsubstantiated rumor Fridays. We're, We're just li- going to get absurd, false rumors. <laughs> well, I think we have a, a moderate vetting process that we don't take everything we get because we get a lot of nonsense. Uh, Unsubstantiated rumor Friday. Apparently, this is uh, unsubstantiated. TOC spots, tournament of champions, to guys that make it to the tour championship was allegedly decided pre-Memphis to make sure Willie Z and Cam Young would have spots in case they didn't win one of the playoff events. Man, maybe a little make good because Willie Z was 13th in the FedEx Cup last year and didn't make the playoffs. Is that big a thing? Is that big a that big a deal? I guess if they're I mean, one of the twenty two like delegation, money. it's literally free money. Yeah, especially with, it's going to be a twenty million dollar event, and there's going to be like forty five guys there. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, maybe they should they should say like who's got like the most mediocre golf podcast, and we could be in the running for two spots <laughs> at the TOC. <laughs> And I'll come in last. I have no problem shooting four eighties and finishing last and getting lapped and uh you know, walking was, home uh, with, with twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty grand. I was doing uh flashback Friday research on Jason Gore, who's gonna be a subject for some time later. I was like KFT tie in with the finals, but uh part of that was the year he won the eighty four lumber classic. Uh, in September, got him into the TOC, and there was a big write up about the TOC, and he's he finished dead last. He went like 84, 81, 80, but I think he finally broke 80. And he got 70K for finishing last, 28th. 70,000. This would have been 06. So, was Jason that, that was Gore the ago. first 4A guy? I mean, he might be the go. This is why I started down this road. We're giving Nick, you a taste Nick of the future. Nick got to be there, too. He's up there, but he, I think he has seven. Corn Ferry Tour wins. Jason you know? Gore. Yeah. Gore's golf life is insane. The amount of just different things he's been in. Walker Cup, stud amateur, stud like, you know, then he was 4A. Now he's like this <laughs> incredible like dignitary with a bunch of power. I found him like in 2018, he was selling insurance while also like making a run at the RSM McGladry. Some, for whatever reason, he was playing. The, his golf life is amazing. Now he sits in this real place of prominence. Anyways, 70K in 2006. So TOC, some real up. How long till he jumps over to live and becomes their player liaison? You know? I mean, yeah. So that would be a tough gig to be the go between the crown prince and Patrick Reed. (laughs) That'd be a tough, tough liaison. And Justine. Uh, (laughs) Right. 
Uh, other unsubstantiated waste management, Scottish colonial or travelers and rocket mortgage will be the um, 20 million events, elevated events, waste management, Scottish open colonial slash travelers. So one of two and rocket mortgage rumored as the other 20 million events. So we got to get four out of that Four travelers million. paying appearance fees, you know, <laughs> Further unsubstantiated. Of unsubstantiated rumors. Uh, and then last, your favorite, not- your favorite event, who's just they've been running the UNLV, you know, uh, Jerry Tarkanian system. <laughs> they send the media years. all sorts of stuff: M and M's, towels, speakers, <laughs> socks. It's oh, great. The travelers is aggressive. Balls. They're good. Last but not least, in the unsubstantiated rumor trifecta, um, international. This one's juicy and seems extremely rumory. International Press Cup live players slash defectors were offered a million each by friend by a friend of the program. I don't know what that means. A sponsor, maybe. Who's the Quell Hollow guy? Johnny Morris, Johnny Rogers, no, not whoever. Johnny the, Morris. Who's the Johnny Morris is the big cedar guy. That's right. There's I some big what quail the guy's name guy. is. Um, uh, apparently, I'm not suggesting it's him, but one million each by a friend of the program. And then Liv got word around to stick around till post President's Cup. Stay through it. Liv apparently got wind of it and gave them four million. Juicy. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Those international Pres Cup players. So unsubstantiated. We, we, see, we want you to, you know, we know you want to play the President's Cup. We'll just quadruple what they're giving you. Here's a million for whoever, Neiman, Cam Smith, others. I don't know if I I believe that one totally yet, but it's within the realm of possibility. All right. um, Should we move on to old men angrily talking about this current state of golf? Gary Player. Gary Player. A a great, the old, my only regret for this Gary Player rant was that it was not broadcasted on Golf Channel. His, His most iconic rants. Are are typically vi- include video and trees. Yeah, the trees at, Bay. at the at the what was that? Was that at the the, the cedar. player the big, big cedar, cedar exhibition? The yeah, yeah. And then the then Chambers Bay with with Damon. I yep. mean, th- this one was great though. It yep. was all you had to just make believe. We should have brought KVV on to read it. Uh, I wouldn't take a billion dollars for my nine majors on both tours. A billion dollars for my nine majors on both tours. What does that mean? He would forfeit them? Like it's kind of he's like eighty now. I don't know. I worked hard. I had desired. I traveled the world. It was an education. I met wonderful people. How can you ever be a champion playing a tour with fifty-four holes and no cut? There does seem to be a real element of distaste from the old guard with that whole arrangement. What sort of tour is that? 54 holes, no cut, a team event nobody <laughs> understands. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a point there. I want to allege Gary Player says a lot of crazy shit we don't agree with and he's usually he's kind of he's you know, he's on the edge, uh, you know. And just because he's now saying something that we find amusing doesn't mean all of a sudden he, he's this fountain of insight or or you know. <laughs> We do agree with them that trees should be taken out everywhere or planted everywhere, I should say. another. The irony of all this, of course, is he's a golf Saudi ambassador or was maybe. I don't know. 
Maybe he was, and this is why he now has strong feelings about it. It's Golf Saudi kicked him to the curb. It's a tour for people who don't have confidence in their future. They don't have the confidence they can be winners. It's never going to compare to the regular tour. No chance. They've declared war on the PGA Tour. Here's a young man on Camp Smith. Here's a young man I really thought was going to be a superstar. Now what sort of future does he have? Got a lot of exemptions. I think he's all right. Will he be able to realize this great dream of being a champion? I don't know. I don't blame Stenson for going. He had no money, so he had to go. Just Stenson <laughs> catching more than a drive-by, catching a, just a drive-by nuclear bomb. Uh, I don't blame Stenson for going. He had no money, so he had to go. But this, on Cam Smith's account, is a potential superstar. I think his advisors have given him wrong advice. Shot at Bud Martin, our friend there. Um so Gary Player, our our guy Bud Martin. I wonder what kind of what kind of haul he get, he got, you know, roped in with the Cam Smith signing. Oh, you want another unsubstantiated rumor? I heard. Yeah, that the uh, that Liv takes care of the agent's fees on top of whatever the player signs for. I'd heard that. I'd heard that too. So they're they're doubling up a little bit. Maybe yeah, from from the Saudis and then from the deals, right? Like a mm-hmm. like that sounds. I mean, like counter, uh, not illegal, but isn't that sort of a breach of your duty to work for your play? Like you're working both <laughs> sides. You're working for the Saudis and you're working for your player. Well, it would make sense when you look and see how many players from one agency went. I don't know if I, uh, that, that sounds too juicy to be true. Um, old Ben continuing to get off takes. Fred Couples Golf on Twitter. To all my friends who I missed birthdays and weddings, so sorry. I was busy earning a living on the PGA Tour. And in my line of work, the goal is to, all caps, earn your way to work weekends. And by weekends, I mean 72 holes. And then he got with the kids on the end of his tweet, add a little spice, and then hit send. Sorry, not sorry. That's a little cringy from from Boom Boom, but uh, yeah, he's he's popping off. What do you think? What do you think the process for Freddie when he decides to fire up a tweet? That's what I want to know. What's happening in his life and what what he's thinking about? And like, is he sitting on the couch? Is he getting unsubstantiated rumor texts like we are? And then he decides to tweet angrily. What's happening with Freddie? What's the process there? Yeah, like he doesn't tweet very often. Mostly it's just like retweets, right? He just retweets stuff. But like where what point is he just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fire I this one get out. Off this take. <laughs> uh live happening in the Twitter era has certainly spiced it up. You know, you've got Eddie Pepperell and Westy going at each other. It's it certainly added an element. It, James Hahn, it just gives people an outlet for Who's been the biggest of- loser of live? You mean has gone to live and just, or just made f- it could be it could James Hahn could be the biggest loser of live. Oh, in this like era of, of uh, yeah, like drama who's and- made who's made all full on like the biggest mess of themselves during live. Like I James mean, Hahn to Phil? me is in in the the picture. What about Phil? Well, Phil got out of it like two hundred million dollars or something. So, well like, so certain yeah. certain extent, like, yep. However, poor is social. Yep. 
and his public um, image, he did get paid for for he's doing well. Dropping yeah. a bomb on his Taylor Gooch, if you know, maybe he didn't get the deal he should have. I mean, it sounds like the contract. I don't know. Han is up there though. Han, Han has been uh, James, completely James Han isolated. might honestly be the person that came out the worst from it. Like I'll never look at him the same way. Thank God, Twitter. Now you have an edit function, apparently, which I, you know, maybe they can clean up there. What, what do you think of Spencer Hall's uh, take that uh, you should have to pay fifty dollars to edit a tweet? I like it. I, I agree th- too. I think you I don't like really this. Ed- edit. I don't know the editing of tweets. I don't think because like that's not good. Yeah, I agree. Could get into disinformation. So, anyways, Fred Couples making an obvious shot at Cameron Smith talking about wanting to get back to birthdays and weddings. And I don't know. There was an international pandemic, which made travel hard. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how much he goes back. I, I saw a good column, I think, in Golf Australia about if you really want to grow the game in Australia, here, here's your turn. You have a chance. You've got a newfound piggy bank. Um, and I saw hugging take a shot of Bud Martin. John Huggin was like, we'll see if his advisors, all the things, it really is a good opportunity for him to do stuff and make an impact back in Australia. Um, but Huggin's like, we'll see if his advisors will let him do that or, or, or you know, prevent him from doing so. so. Bud Martin, again, taking some fire there. Um, but yeah, Cam Smith in the crosshairs. Bud, Bud just bit. can't get Jason Day that deal. Round out the, the punch team. Punch, who's your worst team? You want to talk about this? Who's the worst this team? We, of course, to, the, the draft meant nothing in London. They play, these, these guys just move to and fro. It's complete chaos. There's no loyalty to any of these these teams, fireballs, nibblicks, cliques. Right. They just make it up as they go. What's the worst team? All right, here's, here's, the, here's the... Who's the worst team from a golf standpoint, and which team would you least want to be a part of? Which means the people are insufferable. Like you'd have to hang out with them, you know, and act like you like them. Because that's one of the caveats of this golf league, air quotes, golf league, is that you have to act like you like everybody in the golf league. That's, that's, well, that's the whole charade of this team competition. It's like, they're all like 48 united as one rebelling against the tour. There's, they love, they all love each other. Why am I supposed to give a shit about this? team competition when it seems like they don't you know they're just playing for cash they're not there's no animosity between the teams go ahead who's your worst team i think it's got to be between i don't know what joaquin neiman did it's probably just like uh you know there's some placeholders here maybe mito's gonna come on torque with with joaquin but you got joaquin neiman scott vincent i think scott vincent's actually a pretty decent player he he played that practice round, which was funny because he was like the live boy at the time. You didn't know I was I was walking this practice round, didn't know there was another live boy that was uh, in disguise, Cam Tringali in the group. And then you talking about Boston? Zach, I was, was I was with oh, I was at uh, oh. the old course. I was with okay. it was Zach Johnson who's like who was talking about how much it makes his blood boil <laughs> in the group, like in front of Vincent. And Tringali <laughs> and, yeah. and uh and Stu Sink and like looking back, Tringali just didn't say anything. <laughs> and so Tringali was, you know, sitting there. He he was yucking it up with Scott Vincent, which might have been, you know, if I yeah, if I had been a little bit more sleuthing, I would have, you know, maybe put two and two together. But um 
But Scott Vincent is like kind of long. He's like crazy long um, for a little guy. Uh, Adrian Otagwe and Jed Morgan. Jed Morgan. I mean, I guess he's, he got in. He's not been good. No, struggling to break eighty out on the live tour, fifty four tour. So you think that's the worst one? Or the Ironheads, Kevin Na, uh, Saddam, Shiwan Kim, and uh, Pachara. Saddam. Uh, yeah, not Hussein. Saddam Kawakanja. So, um, Cleeks, I would I would nominate up there. Ironheads are terrible. They're they're not they're they're not good. Cleeks, I would nominate as well. I mean, that the is Netflix the are the terrible too with Turk and Pyatt and and Varner oh, yeah. and, and Swafford. But you can you can start to see the where where guys are gonna slot in. Like if you do the math, I kind of think there's there's eight more signings out there, nine more signings. Well, they say they're full for next year. I know. I don't think they've announced who the next year guys are yet, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I like I I can't imagine Pyatt's gonna be back. Pyatt, congrats on your one year. Yeah. $8 million cash out on your USAM win. Uh, Jed Morgan, can't, he's not going to be back. Cleeks suck. They're over they the They do suck. Keimer, There's- McDowell, Lori Cantor, I suppose, is and Dick Bland. That's How a, many teams that's has Dick call. Bland been on now? <laughs> yeah, I was watching Liv. It's like a perfect journeyman. <laughs> he's a Liv journeyman at this point. I was watching this like live like Instagram feed or I don't know videos in their media hub, and they did some like clinic with kids, and they got there, and it was Dick Bland doing it, and these you know, you got these like twelve whatever kids they could scrounge up, you know they went to some camp, they said we'll give you you know ten thousand dollars if you bring your kids as props for this you know the little hit in clinic at, a, at the international, and all of a sudden these unsuspecting kids are just trotted out. And they're given clinics with Dick Bland. Like what? What? Like, did anybody of them know who Dick Bland is or why they're there to begin with? But that's a bad team. Cleek sinks. Um, I don't think it's Torque. Neiman is just—he's a top twenty player in the world. He carries the day. Cleeks, Cleeks, and Ironheads have no no chance. Um, what about right, anything uh, else on Liv? what about team he'd least want to hang out with? <laughs> least want to be on. Fine, fine. At least. I think the Kepkas, Uline, and Kokrak got to be up there. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's bad. That might, might be the winner. I I don't think the Majestics would be much fun to hang out with. Poulter being petty as shit. Stenson probably figuring out ways to waste his money again so he could go broke for oh, a third God. time. Oh, Sam Horsfield from all 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 reports is just insufferable. An right? and then you got yeah. Westy yeah. <laughs> from all reports, some reports probably. Uh, Kepka, Kokrak, Uline, Kepka. I it's just this combination of meatheads, d bags. Jerks, right? I well, don't know. It doesn't sound fun. My my uh, other one would. I don't be, know about Chase. Seems what ab- fine. What about Crushers? What about Bryson, CH three, Paul Casey, and Lahiri? Well, Honor Bond's supposed to be fantastic. And CH three, by all reports, yeah. is a is a good dude. So yeah. two. 
Well, that's my other thing. It's like Bryson would be abusing because you could ask him a question about anything and he'll give you yeah. what he believes to be, you know. Yeah. You're, you're laughing at him, not with him a lot there. It would be entertaining. I think Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, Pat Perez would be a tough one. You know, it just depends. Like, it's, it's a hard You know, Pat, per- Pat Perez might be on the list of guys that have, have like, with James Hahn. Oh, yeah. But he does not care. I oh, I don't think. Maybe not. Uh, he's flip-flop, flip-flop so hard. Well, still, is petitioning to play the senior tour. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So you gave that interview to Sports Illustrated about how he dropped the um, lawsuit, lawsuit, dropped out of the lawsuit. He's like, you know what? I don't hold any grudges. And we saw in the Wall Street Journal report that they're not allowed to give interviews except to pre-approved outlets and entities. So does Liv have like their like outlets? Like where? How do these guys get approved for try, interviews? Should we try and get an interview and see how we get on the pre-approved list? How we get approved? Well, we might have to go do some influencing and things like that up in Boston and elsewhere to get approved. Might have to ask uh, HV3 some uncomfortable questions. <laughs> Let's talk about. Yeah, that HV3 transcript has a couple car crashes in it that aren't aren't aren't, aren't great, aren't great. Um, okay, and, and for all that's from the people asking the questions, not the yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, I think that does it for. Oh, can we just take a take a minute to talk about one Bubba Watson and Jerry? One Jerry Lester Watson Jr. Why is he here? Why he's he wants he wants to foster be a mentor for young players. He serves no purpose. <laughs> he's just there to like uh, talk about like sports washing and laundering. Like he's not even playing golf. He's I just don't there think he be- knows what he's doing. Doesn't sound like he's going to be able to play till like. I think next year he's like, I'm hoping to hit full shots in October. So he's like, not, it's not like he's around the corner. Bubba was a disaster in his transcript. Obviously I'd rather be playing, you know, I can't really, there's an individual tournament going on as well. I think you all know how this works. There's an individual in the team. So I can't really like say he hit an eight iron. This putt does this because there's a real tournament going on. Eh, debatable. Is there? A real tournament. The gaming commission is wondering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gaming commission is called. Oh, well, they send them their trends or who's trending. Who's on the best form, recent form that they send to us. <laughs> Maybe that's in the June. live power rankings that haven't, <laughs> haven't been published yet. So it's not like a Ryder Cup or President's Cup. So I won't be able to give advice, but I'll be able to cheer them on. Why are you there? What are you? You can't do anything. This is so He's pointless. There to do the elbow pound. Remember from the yeah. from Paris when he was do, weighing yeah. everybody yeah. down. This illness. You know, I've already had a group text going. My team. I told them I make the best PB and J. God, just get out of here with this nonsense. I had practice in 2016 when I was a vice captain of the Ryder Cup, and so I told them if you need peanut butter and jelly, I'm your guy. Nobody's asked for one. Oh, too bad. Then he gets a little more serious. I'm the captain. It's why I'm the captain, because I love serving people. What the, What does that mean? I think he's got the wrong, like, 
do you think of captains as serving people or people that lead by example? And have the responsibility. Yeah. Like the way I would think about a captain is more of a, a leader by example, well, not someone who, who sits on the sidelines and makes sure people have PB and J's. Well, his only experience is assistant vice to the assistant last second throw in for the Ryder Cup, where he's what driving around. Who's the eighth ranked player Damon, in well, the world? The, who's he the, the eighth ranked player in the world and didn't make the Ryder Cup team? He's carting around the caddy. Who's Zach Johnson, the eagle, the birdie dance guy, Damon? Uh, Damon. Uh, he's already. He's oh already man, so. we've lost a step if we can't remember <laughs> Damon's last name. The uh, dirty so, bird. Yeah, so he's driving him around. That's not what like most captain. I mean, he was a late ad. So he goes. My motivation is very simple. I love serving and I love helping people. And when they gave me the opportunity to be a part of a franchise, part of a team, part of a, a captain, it was a no-brainer. I've done quite well in the PGA Tour. I've been able to support my family, generational wealth. And then coming here, obviously, it's more money than we've ever played for. All right, we're getting a little bit to the nut of it, all right? I mean, $4 million to the winner. So obviously, it's about some money, too. But there's some other things involved, being a part of a team, being able to help people, being able to talk to Harold, young guys or other guys. I'm not going to help them with their golf swing. But being able to help them in life, not only golf-wise, mentally-wise, but also life-wise, and where they are going, where they are heading to, what they are investing in, what they are not investing in, how we can help them grow as people. This was apparently, this was all not available to him on the PGA Tour. He wasn't allowed to talk and help and mentor and serve and love. This He was precluded from doing this in any other arena except for live golf. And that's why he's That's right. That's the, all these guys couldn't grow the game without live golf. They couldn't, they couldn't see friends and family without, without live golf, live golf. I mean, I'm wondering if they're up for a humanitarian award, you know, because of, so, of all the, all the, the, the force for good that they're creating just amongst millionaires. Just look at the impact they're having on millionaire golfers. So this is not a anti, purely anti live stuff. It's purely anti-bullshit, the rationalizations for Liv. He's, I mean, I want to help and serve people. You can do all this stuff. Pat Perez can miss the birth of his child you know, on Liv, and he missed the birth of his child on the PGA Tour. It, it's can, like can the I rationalizations you, you get. It While opened my here, eyes to who I really am. One of my questions is, what could you possibly say as a Liv golfer that wouldn't just get this type of treatment? Well, Harold Varner III got a lot of backslapping and favorable commendations for saying, you know, I did it for the money and I came from nothing and it's going to help me get out and uh, able to do more. And he talked talked about his wife uh, telling him to F, F, F everybody, quote, F everybody, just go do what you got to do, which sounds like an unlimited hall pass situation if you interpret it yeah. a different way. Um <laughs> <laughs> My wife said, quote, F everybody, go do what you got to do, huh? Um, but I, I think the context is a little more. So he got some backslaps for that. I don't know. Uh, I, he got the least amount of criticism. I, I think, like, you don't have to hand it to him, though. Um, but I think that's probably the best approach to not that, getting pilfered. One of the things that will, I, I think, I think we know that Liv's going to be around for five years. Do we? Right, no. I think I think that's a safe I th- guess. 
Uh, okay. If if they're around for ten or twenty, that's really a big question, right? Yeah. So, if you're just like completely banished from the sport, with like HV three, let's just say it's forty million, right? If you play like three or four years on live, and and then you're gone, what are the things that's available to you know like people that are name brand like and i think hv3 had like you know he was a recognizable player like he was a marketable player one of the things that's available for you way past when you're in your prime and like as you age is like appearances and all that things and that'll be the interesting thing to see how this shit say live is around for five years it might be around for 10 or 20 it might displace golf like i'm not saying it's not but like I think the safe thing to say is like, but like there is a lot of uncertainty, I would say, after five years. Um, yeah. That's and that's where it's that conversation we had about Hideki. But like when you're HV3, that should be similar ca- uh, calculus. Like your your wife telling you F this, do what you got to do. Sounds like very short term advice. <laughs> By the way, he it's not like he didn't have a pot to piss in playing the PGA yeah. Tour, you know. I, he I, had some I'm big sponsorships and, you know. Just had a fan like, duel thing, I think. I, I don't know if that's probably not around. Given I that, think he had RBC, too. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It, it, it And I will say, we, we brought this up in Portland and I think New Jersey as well. Like, giving a guy credit for just being the Saying last. About the- <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my question. Is like, what could somebody actually say that would make you be like, "Oh, you know, that was good." But but what? Right. I don't think there is something somebody could say. I'm taking my entire upfront money and donating it to whatever Grow the Game Inc. or Children's Charity Inc. You know what I mean? Um, The one thing I we brought this up in Portland and Jersey is like all these guys, and this was what kind of made me roll my eyes with the HV3. You know sort of adulation about his messaging. All these guys who came after London have let the others like AB test all the bullshit you could spew. And some of them are still struggling and Bubba's just doing what he's doing. But like, it's kind of a, like, you know, you are, you've let everybody else get, take, take all the shots for talking first and trying to rationalize and trying to do the Graham McDowell bit and things like that. And, and Westy. So like, He's in a better spot to just figure out the least the message the message that will inspire the least amount of cracks back. So, you know, and, and whether you want to call that cowardice or not, because he's coming later, whatever. That's a separate thing. All right. That's it on Live Boston. Are you gonna watch? LD Dub. No. No. Friday, uh Friday's my or today's today the pod date, but not when we're gonna release it the day before that, but it's my anniversary. I don't. I I might watch. I might tune in Sunday. When you know when the rubber beats the road and and that shotgun starts coming to a close. But again, it's like a holiday weekend. People aren't around on Sunday. It's just especially. A, it's it's, not, a, it's a bad. We will have uh the international. will have some a good write up from Garrett Morrison on the Friday newsletter. Humorous on Friday. Good. good humor in that if you'd right like up. to know more about the international <laughs> course what is it is it fazio 
Fazio Oaks, or is it a different it's person? A Fazio Oaks that has been. I always love. You know, it's like uh like Tiburon, the great Greg Norman course in Naples that that was remastered. <laughs> this one was reimagined. So we've got restoration, renovation, renovation remastering, reimagining. We got to keep coming up with more. Reimagined. What does that mean? It was reimagined. You know, memorable bunkering. I saw somebody put <laughs> out there. Quite memorable waste bunkers. I think <laughs> it was. not just bunker, waste bunkers. Let's do distinct distinction here. So, like, are waste bunkers supposed to be memorable and defined? I guess you could if it's particularly large or I don't know. Expand. I, I, interesting description. Um, so yeah, subscribe to the Friday newsletter for a write up on the international. Also. 15% off all weekend in the pro oh, shop yeah. on the fried egg pro shop. We, we, some people bought some hats. Some still have a lot of hats. Apparently still have tons of hats. I'll shout out the flannel hats, whatever those, I don't even know if that's the material, but with fall coming around the corner, there's like those, it's like a woolish or a flannel, something, one Might of those materials, <laughs> heavier cotton. I don't know. One of the three or four materials of, in the world that, you know, you make a hat out of, um, but it's like a warmer deal and it's a great hat when it's like, I don't know, 45 degrees. You don't look like a doofus in a winter cap and you, you wear that. So, uh, yeah, 15% off all weekend automatically applied at checkout. Should we get to uh flashback Friday? Sure. I can't wait. Got a good one. Precision pro flashback Friday is brought to you by precisionprogolf.com. If you want a range finder? You go to precisionprogolf.com, put the promo code SHOTGUN20, gets you $20 off the NX10, which is this customizable deal. We have our own. There's a fried egg little magnet plate. You can switch out the you know bland white one, the stock white one, and throw on a fried egg logo. They, I've noticed they've started putting some college colors up, the same way Beach Ratty. So with college football around the corner, if you are a just fan. Hey, we of- have a college football event too, the field. Yeah, we do. We have a we have a pro shop. We have a newsletter. We have an event. You anything else you want to talk about that we're offering at this moment? No, we're right. talking about we're talking about Precision Pro and the NX10. The fast, I saw some like blazing fast NX10. You'll never you you don't even know what you're missing with how fast these numbers come back. Hey, I got caught with, with uh, when I was home in Cleveland I played like six seven holes and I got caught using a non precision pro rangefinder and the the difference was dramatic it was it was substantial um field testing slower. my own expertise yeah I just I was thrown off um but go to precisionprogolf.com use the al new nx10 got the reliability <laughs> can, can I get can I give you some breaking news real quick yeah Fred Come, something that just came on? across my desk What's going this, on? You know, it doesn't really have anything to do with Precision Pro or the That's NX10. Fine. Adam Schefter is reporting a blow to Baltimore. The Ravens mascot, Poe, suffered a season-ending knee injury during Saturday's preseason game versus Washington. Poe will be placed on the injured reserve, and the team is expected to hold tryouts for a new mascot while Poe rehabs. How about that? They've, they've got the injury bug bad up there in Baltimore last year. Now it's gone to the mascot. It's got to be got to feel good about that as a Browns fan, right? No, I don't feel good about anything that in the dynamic between the Browns Ravens relationship. We've got John Harbaugh. Is that is it? J- John is the Ravens. Jim's the Michigan. 
Uh, well, I don't. Know. I don't want to get into it. We're not going to get into it. This is a precision Dude, pro. Dude, your ad team's raid. terrible. The Bears just manhandled them in the in the preseason game. There's nothing fun about. They made being the Bears look good. Currently, when are we doing our 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 uh, NFL preview? We got well, get Kevin week. Clark on the line next week. We could do next, next week, week, right? Yeah. Nothing. We don't have until you got know. the Fortnite and uh, yeah, yeah. We got nothing next week. Oh, is that right? It's relieving to to be at the time where we got we got some creative freedom. Just yeah, like you I, could express your creative freedom and creative energy <laughs> with, with it the Precision All Pro and X10 customizable face plates. Range find, range finders. Yep, use the promo code shotgun20 get $20 off. Big support of ours. Uh show support to them. All right, Precision Pro fr- flashback Friday. We're going to go, so this sparked my interest. I had Jason Gore all, all queued up as one, just a corn fairy theme. And I was watching, there's, there's social media videos this week of the first tea scene at uh, Quail Hollow. Okay. Have, have you seen those? Like it's, it's yeah. CGI'd, it's not real yet. So, um, uh, but I presume this will be real. They did a wall of captains on both sides. And the American, it's like Arnie, Jack, I forget who else, Tiger, probably Freddie. On the internationals, I was curious, you know, if they omit a prominent former captain, someone who's probably largely responsible for the desire to start a President's Cup and Gregory Norman, and he was not on the captain's wall. It was Ernie, Gary Player, Nick Price, and the current one, Trevor Emmelman. So uh, Davis Love was on the American side. So Norman, two-time captain, omitted. And it's the irony of that, of course, is he's like really putting a damper on this current one. I'm not going to say he's killed the matches or killed the event entirely, but he's dramatically impacted it. And he's one of the people probably indirectly his popularity, number one in the world in the nineties. Responsible Can I ask for you President's one, Cup. one question. Yeah. If you were able to institute one rule for the president's cup to make it more interesting this year, given what's happened, what would you, what would you institute? That's a good one. That should be a different show. I mean, is it too hipsterish to say stymies? Um, it's a good answer, actually. I didn't even think about that. Are you talking about like roster construction, like opening up? New it could be anything. Could they, it could be a handicap, since the the handicap precedents already been been blown over with the with the tour championship live. Uh, like CT should the should, should the international team start with ten points? Oh God, no! Don't disrespect the international. Whatever they, I saw they're out there. Adam Scott, Corey Connors, they're getting some reps in now this week. What do you think? Do you have a suggestion? I think that the internationals should be able to pick all the matchups. Okay. Like they get to pick who plays with who on the American team, who they pair against oh, them, like all the way they get to hand pick the matchups. Interesting. Okay. With like the uh, with the rule that like they guys can't sit out entire sessions. Maybe is there a live guy that you think America is really missing in the way that the internationals are? No, like DJ just went five and zero oh at the Ryder Cup, but it's like. And they have such a lo- deep bench, right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that Tommy Tables was being discussed, though, <laughs> does show that they have lost some of their depth. I Yeah, I mean, actually, like, I mean, Bryson was... Remember Bryson at the Ryder Cup 
with uh on when he was driving all the greens and yeah you know like yeah that yeah they are missing guys brooksy dj bryson and do I, you think they're missing phil as a captain no no could you argue that he might be the team might be better without phil as a captain i think one of the very eye-opening th- the, yeah the, if you want to call it the fall of phil or whatever you want to call it the young generation has really soured on Phil dramatically in terms of just, I don't know, behavior and, and just, I don't know, not being into him lately in the last few years, I think. So, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would love to have Phil part of the president's cup. He's a character. He belongs in these team events. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's no one that's a glaring hole. Anyways, I looked at the wall. Greg Norman omitted. Not probably not going to see his image and a lot of his famous shots from this competition showing and the President's Cup. So I wanted to know why what 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 ended his run as a captain? He was in 09 in uh Harding Park and then 11. And like what like you know, you get a lot of repeat captaincies in this. You got Fred Couples did it a while. Nick Price did it a fair amount. Um Ernie was a one and done. I, like Norman just feels like somebody who would do it five times, right? Four times, something like that. So what ended it? Um, it? It ended sour, as you can imagine, with everything Greg Norman. Nothing ends, you know, amicably in the world of Greg Norman. There's a lot of contention. I can't wait um, till live ends for Greg Norman. That's going to be the best, the best, right? Moment of all of this, right? So this was uh, a 2012. Do you think PGA Tour memes will uh, or live memes will will stab him in the back when the road's done for? I would make for, a cheeky video about yeah. Norman getting kicked off a cliff or something yeah. like that. Yeah, could be that. It could happen. So 2011, he's not asked back. 2013 for Muirfield Village is when Price gets his first call. Well, this is a Fox Sports article back in 2012. Freddie Couples came to me right after the Presidents Cup in Australia and said, "I'll do it again if you do it again." I said, okay, I'm in, Norman said, telling Fox Sports. So it became as a big surprise to me to get a phone call at the late stages out of the blue from Tim Fincham, PGA commissioner. You know, T and Norman go way back. Let's just say it's disappointing, extremely disappointing. Norman has, this is uh, Australia Magazine. Norman has had a long and frosty relationship with Fincham. And one of the rumored issues, and I'll get to this in length in a minute, was Shark's decision to change from Rolex to Omega for his watch sponsor as to why he got booted from the President's Cup. We'll get to this in a lot. All of watches. We'll get to that. I know that Rolex is a corporate partner of the PGA Tour, and there's been some speculation. I've heard that was the reason why I got kicked out as captain. If that's right, then all I can say is that it's really pathetic. The 58-year-old two-time major winner <clears throat> was distressed that Nick Price and his team of Shigeki Mariyama, Mark McNulty, and Tony Johnston, Johnstone hadn't reached out for advice as they looked to thwart the U.S. stranglehold on the event. Now, I would add, Greg Norman's captaincy group had just lost by four, two year, both times. So, I don't know. Maybe you can look to advice for not how to lose four. So, he was pissed. They hadn't do asked you, him for advice. Do you think uh, Kevin Stefanski called um, Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens for advice <laughs> upon taking the Browns job? Quote from the shark. The other sad part about it is nobody has reached out to me or any of my past team, Nabilo, Tim Clark, and asked us what we thought would be good changes to make or ideas we might have made about the had about the President's Cup. We were just completely cut off. 
Not one of the team I had on the is on the international team for this year. It really doesn't make a lot of sense because there's experience there. I know other people want a shot at it, but why wouldn't you want to hear the opinions of those who came before you? He was invited to attend Muirfield Village, but my role, quote, my role with the President's Cup is done. That's been made clear. Is it sad? Yes, I suppose, because I wanted to win it for the boys. Or I should say, I wanted it. I wanted them to win it for themselves, but there's no regrets. I wanted to win it for the boys. I know I gave it my best shot. So cold, hard, cut off. Does He's, it's not the players winning it. It's, it's Greg's <laughs> captaincy. So I need to know more about this rumored watch despair, like, you know, drama. And that's why Norman got the boot from the President's Cup. A lot of this is recent history, like 2011-2012. This is an AP report. The PGA of America last year abruptly ended its 17-year sponsorship with Rolex and signed a five-year deal with Omega, its fierce rival. It was a major coup for Omega, which like didn't have much golf presence. They had personal contracts with elite players like Greg Norman and Michael Phelps. Rolex has owned the golf market until this deal came along. And the tension between the two companies escalated to this point to the point this summer that Norman was banned from a Ryder Cup press conference and kept from playing the senior British Open Pro-Am, both events sponsored by Rolex. So this is all really heated, and it's allegedly why he got thrown off the President's Cup at the same time because Rolex is the tour corporate sponsor. Here's Norman uh, with some quotes that are quite applicable to the modern moment. Competition is very, very healthy, said Norman. Not everybody uses a set of ping golf clubs or Nike golf balls. You have MasterCard, American Express. It all goes on all the time in golf. Where I get really upset is when you come after me personally about this. So, you know, competition. That's currently what's happening. The rivalry between the watchmakers reached another dimension this summer when Norman was kept from playing the Pro-Am in the Senior British Open at Turnberry. Because Rolex is the sponsor. It turned oh, un- my God. And then it turned ugly a month ago when Norman was in Glen Eagles for a corporate clinic and stopped by a news conference in the hotel where Jose Maria Olathebal was announcing his captain's picks for Europe. Norman said Rolex officials wouldn't let him in the room. Quote, they're crossing the line. There's more to this. It's not just Norman's story. There's a little bit more of this coming. They're crossing the line between the business of golf and, and the game of golf. So interesting. You could apply that to today. They're crossing the line between the business of golf and the game of golf, who previously had endorsement with Rolex. By the way, here's more detail. Norman was apparently the matchmaker in the deal that sent Omega to the Ryder Cup, PGA of America. So he is an Omega guy, just got Rolex booted from the PGA of America side of the Ryder Cup. He set him up with Omega. He's doing his own wheeling and dealing. So if Rolex tells him to get out of the room, eh, I guess you can understand it. A lot of brands involvement. Um, and it's also interesting because Rolex was European tour. This like was a weird moment where each side of the Ryder Cup had their own watchmaker. Um, with PGA of America, he, he, this is the Omega guy. Norman introduced us with the PGA of America uh, and the possibility that, I hate to use this word, Replace Rolex, but our aim was to get in. That's the Omega, Omega guy. <laughs> Replace Rolex. Uh, and he became the face of this battle with the Swiss watches. His involvement with the PG of America deal with Omega wasn't, quote, me charging like a bull in a china shop. The opportunity was there for negotiations and the rest was up to them. Then the senior open at Turnberry was where he first, like, you know, got this taste that he was on the outs with Rolex events. I was absolutely miffed, quote, he showed up and was told he'd been removed from the list. At the end of the day, it completely takes away any incentive. 
I won't go back and play the senior British Open sponsored by Rolex. Who's cutting their throat here? In my opinion, it's a childish attitude. It's all like threads going into today with bands, right? And and sort of you choose one, you can't come back. Um, <clears throat> this was uh, more to the story on the on the being banned at, at the Jose Maria press conference. Uh, apparently, Norman was approached by a European tour official and politely asked to leave because the Euro tour was sponsored by Rolex. Um, and then, of course, weeks later, when you arrived in Medina, Chicago, there was Omega everywhere for the PGA America to have the deal. And Norman's just right there in the middle. And this is when he claims, I'm disgusted by it all. It's never, ever happened before in my life. Jose Maria and I are mates for 30 years. And he came up to me, apologized, wanted to let him know it wasn't me who wouldn't let him in. Uh, he was in Scotland, by the way, for this Johnny Walker thing. And they had been doing an announcement at the same place. Uh, he goes, it's a deep and ugly story. It would be too much energy to go into it. But Rolex actually had me removed from the Pro-Am. So that's when it all started. This was earlier in the summer. Do, do you think at some he point... He goes into it. At, at he then some goes point, into it. 10 years from now, it, Greg Norman's going to describe live in the PGA Tour feud that he has as a... As a, as a de- what, did he, what did he call it? The, uh, what, how did ugly, he describe... Ugly. Deep, deep and, and ugly. ugly yeah, yeah. Deep and ugly thing. Because if you want the truth... So when he was taken off, he showed up for the Pro-Am at Turnberry in the Senior Open... He was taking off the pro-am list. Like, you know, the, the funny thing is, like, the pro-am, quote, reserved for top players. And they're like, well, few others have the credentials of Norman. Like, your senior tour event. Like, what? who is he? He's like, you know, some Stephen Alker showing up in t- 2012 to play the senior <laughs> open. He like, it's reserved for top players. Top player. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All so, over, all over uh, some some uh, absurdly expensive watches. <laughs> and then, so he's so miffed by being taken off the pro am list. If you want the truth, I've played in my last open. It's all down to the way the Royal and Ancient and the European Tour have handled my whole situation. I should note he hadn't played the open in like four years at that point, so it wasn't like he was ready to go. It's like it's like that July. So he did, and he in fact has not played the open. Apparently, he could still claim it's for the watch dispute but that's how allegedly <laughs> well he didn't want to play this year didn't he actually well, yes <laughs> then he started to come back to play he said that's contrary to his claims in 2012 that he played his last open he tried again this year um it's left you know so that if you want to know i guess why norman only i mean two times is enough but i was just looking to the sudden end of his uh reign as captain and, and obviously he will be persona non grata and, and presumed non-existent at this upcoming one that's apparently the start of it this watch dispute so all right that does it for precision pro flash flashback friday if you're uh, in the united states everyone enjoy your three-day weekend if you're elsewhere enjoy your weekend uh make it your own personal three-day weekend do whatever you got to do we appreciate you have any your messages th- for australia i love you guys i love australia it's my favorite except for that nut job swim coach that sh- you know he's trying to make it all about himself um kidding all right, everyone enjoy your weekends. Hit up the Pro Shop sale. That goes through what? Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Uh, and we'll talk to you on Monday.